Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? I'm your co-host, Javon Johnson, and this is the 5 Freeway Podcast. How y'all living? Hey, what's happening, everybody? Uh, my name is Rudy Francisco. I'm your other co-host. What's good, Javon? How you doing? I can't complain. I'm I'm good, man. Um, you know, I'm just chilling. I uh I had a, a dope, a dope little weekend. Me, me and me and the me and the child mm-hmm. went on a on a road trip to LA. Um okay. she's dope in a car. Like I don't really have many problems. Oh the, <laughs> the wild thing, and we we've talked about this, but the being a father with a girl child uh-huh. um while traveling. Oh, presents yeah. itself with some sticky situations at times. Oh, yeah. Namely the bathroom situation, right? Like, there's just... Yeah. We need to do better in public with, with restrooms. I, we need more family restrooms. That, because, that's like a new thing, almost. Bro, it's like, ew. Uh, and I get it, right? It's likely men who was like, we don't take care of these damn kids. Why do you need a, a change of station? Yeah. I have a penis. Uh, <laughs> okay cool i'm yeah. glad for you right yeah um but yeah man so <laughs> so yeah just struggling to find family bathrooms because you know i'm not i'm just super not comfortable with taking her into the men's restroom uh, i'm super not comfortable walking into the women's restroom yeah. um uh, and it's like yeah i just need a, a a family restroom yeah where i can change her uh-huh. and we keep it pushing definitely yeah it's it's wild how long it took us to to come up with the family restroom like why hasn't this been a thing like, y'all don't need privacy just shut up keep it <laughs> also as a as a quick aside i find public restrooms to just be in general a, a very very disgusting engagement i, I get their function yeah. i really do yeah. but even when i'm alone i'll be walking into them like oh I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It just, yeah. it feels like I catch something every time I walk into a public restroom. Yo. Like, I got it. I, I'm a, I call my doctor. Like, I need a shot of something with a sill in it. <laughs> yeah. Get a sill in some antibiotics. <laughs> I need my antibiotics. Stat. 50 cc's. I don't even know how much that is. Give me 50. Yeah. CCs of antibiotics. Definitely. Yeah. Whatever creams, you know what I mean? Whatever, <laughs> whatever shots. Like, just, I need something, bro. <laughs> take a shower. You know that soap that the doctors use to wash their hands before they do surgery? Yeah. Just, I want to shower in that. I would like to. <laughs> and then creams, shots, and pills. Because I got it. Whatever it is, I walked in there and I got it. I came out with a dry cough. Yeah, <laughs> he just, ah, I'm a, I think I'm dying, guys. Yo, the public restroom is disgusting. Yeah, it's man. So nasty. And it's like, especially like when you go to like a rec center or like a park or a beach. Oh, bruh, it's like the parks be the worst because it's like <laughs> y'all don't. Nobody's gonna come plumb this. We just, <laughs> yeah. gonna, we just gonna let. Like it's not even water in there anymore. It's fluids and yeah, solids. Yeah, like, mm. yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like I had to go to the restroom at a park a couple weeks ago. I walk in. I'm like, there is just urine everywhere. I was like, yeah. what? What happened here? Yeah, it's just <laughs> how am I ankle deep in urine? <laughs> I, am, I am ankle deep. 
in a collective. And it's a collective. It's not even one person's yeah, yeah. urine. It's a collective. There are multiple urine samples <laughs> like going on here. It's so not good, man. It's just, I try to avoid public restrooms at all costs. If ever, if ever I'm in a public restroom, it's because I had no other option. Yeah, yeah. My body was like, we are not waiting. Yeah, I yeah. want you to understand this. I'm like, all right, I hear you. Yeah, home is too far. That in... Yeah, and plane restrooms, oh, not because man. they're all. So two things about plane restrooms: when you uh, first get in a plane, they're decent. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you go towards the end of a long flight, you're in trouble. Oh yeah. <laughs> Knock all of your stuff out. Like I've been on long flights. You've been on long flights. Yeah. I remember coming back from. You just came back from Australia. I remember coming back from Australia. Yeah, yeah. And I had to pee at the end of that flight, and I was like, "What <laughs> happened in here, bruh?" Yeah. It's kind of like an hour and nine humans just go, you know what? Fuck the rules. <laughs> like, no. no. Keep the rules. <laughs> Please keep the rules. <laughs> like, yo, that bathroom had, to- I saw toilet paper stuck to the mirror. And I was just like, what? What? Yeah. What? Come on. Yeah. And of course, Everybody who came after that don't want to touch that toilet paper because you just have no clue. Yeah, yeah, you don't know what's on that. <laughs> it's not my issue anymore. Gloves, the little black, you know, the little latex gloves. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not about to touch this stuff raw. I need no. protection. Definitely, um, definitely. Yeah, and plus the other thing about plane restrooms that you can attest to is they're small, bruh. And I'm not a big dude. I'm not a large human being either. Yeah. Yeah, man. I couldn't imagine being six foot, 220. What do you even do in that situation? Oh, it, it has to be tragic. It has to be. You gotta leave the door open, put your legs out. <laughs> like, hey, man, I see you pooping. Mind your business. Yeah, because I can hardly turn around. And I'm like, bro, bro, it's, it's, yeah, there's so many public restroom situations that I've been in where I'm just like, I just want to go home. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Yeah, be man. Here. And like, and especially like when you have a child, you know, also a girl child. Like one time, like she had to use the bathroom at the park, and I was like, we just got to go home. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, because I'm yeah at the park. Nah. No, no, absolutely not. Nah. Yeah, Luckily over here, like I live dumb close to the park, so if something pop off, mm-hmm. we could just run home. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like five houses down from the park, like ah, just make a mad dash. Like, yeah, that's that's vicious. Like I gotta I gotta use the restroom. I'm sorry, baby. Yeah, I would rather you poop and pee in my car. We can wash that. <laughs> because at least I know where that pooper pee. I know that pooper pee. Yeah, I've been involved in your pooper pee since birth. I'm. I'm I know what's going on. Definitely. That inside of that public restroom, no. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, 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 man. It's so bad, bro. Like, I just walk Yo, in like, ugh. Did I, what's wild is like in the 80s, <laughs> here I'm dating myself, mm. like when I was in elementary, mm. bro, I don't know if they had this when you was, I went to public school, I went to private school for like two years, but also went to public school mostly, uh, right? Yeah. I don't know if y'all had this, but we had troughs. Oh yeah, uh huh. Where boys would just collectively pee in essentially what is a tub. 
Yeah, yeah. Every now and then, that thing will get clogged up, oh. and boys will still be filling it up with urine. Oh, man. Yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah. They pushed kids in that. Oh, my God. I I told people, look, man, I remember being in elementary, and I was very clear. If y'all push me in that, I'm, I'm murdering. Not yeah. hypothetical murder, not theoretical murder. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to end you. <laughs> I don't want to be in there. We can play around in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. You can walk up and slap me in the back of my head, ha ha ha, and run. Uh, yeah. We could tussle a little bit. I'm down with that. Yeah. 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 I'm down with the kicking of the back of the heel to see if I'm a trip. That's funny. Uh, I can rock with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some other stuff I can rock with. That wasn't one of them. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, man. <laughs> I will I will murder you. Yeah. And, and I don't know if y'all had this. Y'all have powdered soap? Yeah, that powder soap. Yeah. I was like, that's such a bad idea. Yo, this one kid, he's so foul in elementary. I'm not making any of this up. I have to be in like fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. You remember, you know how people used to do the Kool-Aid or Lickamade oh, and pour uh, it in the hand and lick? Yeah. Which is also very like we did a lot of disgusting things. Yeah. Like you used to just pour stuff in your hand and be walking around licking it like, yeah. yo, man. Yeah, what's going kid doing that today? Yeah. What's going on with you? Yeah, you all right? yeah, <laughs> right. You just, you just on your hand. You, you good, man? Yeah. We've evolved. Yeah. Um, but he filled his packet of Kool Aid up with that. Oh. He had real Kool Aid in his hand and filled his packet up with soap, and he was like, mm-hmm. "People are like, oh, let me get some." He pour you up. <laughs> People are like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, that's just a mouthful of powdered soap because it was like a reddish pinkish color. Yeah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, elementary in the 80s was a very, very in- in- incredible place, man. Yeah, the, the amount of kids, yeah. and I know we're getting off topic here, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. The amount of kids that I saw fall from jungle gyms and harm themselves. Oh, yeah. Like there was no padding, they yeah. used to just be asphalt. At the bottom of Metal Park. Yeah, right. I hope you're okay. Yo, and that was crazy. Because when they, because like when I saw padding much later on, I was like, oh yeah, why? (laughs) Why were we doing this? Like, sure. Yeah. I wouldn't even get on the school gym. Because like, I seen two people fall and like, it was bad. No, but I mean, bad, bad. Like, I saw one girl Break her arm in like three places. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. She just slipped, bro. She was trying to jump from one bar to the other. Uh-huh. Just grabbed it with one hand and I guess missed it with the other. Wah, wah. Yeah. And like, it was back. It was like behind her. And we were like, <laughs> and we were kids. It's like, yo, somebody go get Miss So and So. Yeah, man. Cause like people would be like, "How come you're not playing on the Jungle Gym?" I was like, "Why are y'all on that thing? <laughs> what is the bad idea?" Guys, Nintendo exists. Yeah. We can go inside and comfortably play a video game. This is yo. this is a lot. Yeah. This, this looks like slow death. That's what that looks like. Yeah, man. Yo, I'm telling you, I saw another kid bust their head wide open. Oh, wow. Like, was just bleeding. We were like, yo. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, it's so dangerous. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, the 80s were wild, bro. The 80s was a free time. Yeah, it was bro. a it was a much simpler time. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah. Speaking about childhood, mm. you know, obviously, uh, I imagine, like for you, uh, for me, Christmas was a big deal. Whether mm. or not we got a lot of gifts is irrelevant, but the time of the year was yep. always a big deal. Like, I, I remember as a kid, like... The Christmas songs hitting. Oh. I remember the movies coming out that you can only yeah. watch during Christmas. This is also back when, you know, we were too poor to have a VHS collection. So I had to wait uh, to watch uh-huh. Christmas movies when they came on TV like a respectable yeah. human being. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the world at my fingertips then. Nice. And so nice. I'm thinking about like um, all of that it used to just be a magical time. Like I was always a person that hated like holiday shows for the most part. Like I hated special themed shows. Uh-huh. Even in uh-huh. TV now, I'm not a fan of themed episodes. But as yeah. a kid, uh-huh. I did love the Christmas shows. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, I say all of that to say, um, talk to me about how you feeling about Christmas, man. Like this coming up 2022 Christmas. I'm also thinking about not as a kid, but also as men, right? Um, and uh-huh. how many men feel like they're not celebrated enough or, or mm-hmm. even seen at these times, right? Um, so like holidays and gift giving for a lot of men feel like they're always about wife and children. Um, mm-hmm. I just heard this comedian was like, man, F them kids for Christmas. Um, <laughs> I pay rent here. Uh, he was like, I buy clothes in here. Uh, I buy the food. Can I get some uh-huh. celebration? Uh, why am I going to give? He was like, I'm going to get him a gift for what? <laughs> Yeah. But the opportunity of buying them stuff all year long, <laughs> it's crazy to me. Um, yeah, that's hilarious. But yeah, yeah. man, just, just want to know how you feeling about that. Like, I just thinking about that from, from, from that perspective. Yeah, yeah, man. So Christmas came up real soon this year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that feels like that. Because I feel like, yo, because in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, we got three weeks. And I was like, oh. We don't. We got like a week and a half, right? Um, so yeah, so this year Christmas came up super quick. Um, excited about it. Like Zoe, now that she's six, she has like a a much like more like robust concept of like what the holidays are about and whatnot. So so I'm gonna take her to go see the snow because like if you drive like an hour and a half east, there's snow there. So I'm gonna take her to go see the snow. Um, she wants to do gingerbread cookies again. So we're gonna do that again because we did that last year with her and my nephews. Nope. Um, so yeah, man. Like I, I, I enjoy the holidays much more now right. than I did a few years ago, right? Because love the holidays as a kid because gifts, right? Then when you get a little older, like you're getting a lot less gifts, right? So, um, so it, it, they narrow it down to like you get one thing. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> and it's yeah. cologne. Yeah, yeah, usually, right? A lot of old spice, you know. What I mean? like, you, you, you're telling me I stink, but you said you don't have to go through all of this to do that. You could have just sent me a text, hey man, you might want to freshen up. Uh, well, you just you're just lazy. I'm a, look. I'm gonna tell you my frustration. Right, my frustration with give giving. For for me as a man, has always been. I feel it's lazy. Oh yeah, like oh, yeah. I don't look. I know people have told me my entire life, well, not my entire life, but my adult life, because I buy things for myself now. It's like I don't. Yeah, yeah same. Uh-huh. Yeah. So people are like, I don't know how to give 
I don't know how to gift for you. I don't know what to give you. And da, 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 da. And I'm like, if you pay attention, you do. Yeah. Or you could also ask. You could you ask. Know? I don't I don't expect people to buy me the the the, the expensive things that I buy for myself, right? Uh-huh. uh uh-huh. If I want a PS5, I don't want you to buy that for me. Yeah. Because I already know yeah. me. I'm going to get the top of the line PS5. I'm going to get multiple yeah. games. I want multiple yeah. games. <laughs> and it's not yeah. going to be a four or $500 purchase. Even if I feel like that's too much to spend on me. But even uh, then, uh, and it won't be that. It's going to be like, by the time I'm done, it's going to be a $1,200 purchase. Yeah. I don't want you yeah. to buy that for me. Definitely. Yeah. But if you pay attention, you can figure it out. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Because I try to pay attention. Like, I don't... I don't buy gifts for the sake of just going here. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I try to really pay attention. Yeah. I got it. Definitely. And there's a there's a backstory. There's a little behind my face. Like I got that because that one time Uh we went to the blah 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 and you said da 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 da. I remember. So I thought about Exactly. Yeah, man. I feel like I'm a really good gift giver. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like usually people are like when they open up their gifts, they're like, wow, like you, you, even people that I'm not like super close to, but like, you know, we, you know, we have a relationship and, you know, like I get them something. Usually it's something that they go, wow, like I didn't even realize that you were paying attention. Like that's usually the, the feedback that I get. Right. So yeah, man, like I, I love giving gifts, but I also understand that like, yeah, man, I remember one time my dad got me like a, a really large bag of hats. Say more. I'm, I'm, I yeah. have lots of questions and I guess the best way for me to, to really grapple with what you just said is just to ask you to say more. Yeah. So one, I haven't worn a hat in a really long time. Facts. Like, yeah. Like I think I've owned maybe two hats my whole life. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, my dad, and it was so many of them. It was like, he said, your head shaped weird, son. I need you to have hats. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, man. Because it wasn't even that long ago. This is probably like four or five years ago. Yeah, that's classic, bro. I, I've i known you for what? At least since, what, 05, 06? Yeah, like 05. I think I can remember you wearing a hat maybe twice. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, man. It was so, it was like 20 hats. <laughs> Where did he get a bag of hats? What? It was, it was, it was such a large bag of hats. Well, I was they, like. They similar hats. Was it like. Yes. Meaning like, was it a baseball cap, a fedora, and a. <laughs> like, was it a mixed collection of hats or was it like just 20 baseball caps? It was mostly like fedora style. And I, <laughs> and of all the caps. Why that one? <laughs> I'm over here. Dying. This is a wild thing for me. Yeah, I was like, he said, "You don't know me at all." <laughs> My son is a man of many hats. That's what he should have said. <laughs> you do many things. This gift is symbolic. I would have spun that thing if I was him. Like, you don't get metaphors. <laughs> You're a poet, and you don't understand metaphors. Crazy to me. But give me the hats back then. Give me, give me the hats back. I can return them if it's that if it's that big of a deal. Yeah, yo, that's because my dad also doesn't wear hats, so he actually went out and purchased these. You know what I mean? Like, what is happening? I want to know where he got this bag of hats. 
Yeah. Because so I'm thinking about my own father. My father would have probably <laughs> Yeah. He would have got those hats by nefarious means. <laughs> and be like, yo, you want some hats? You like, nah, I don't. <laughs> nah. <good. laughs> yeah, man. And they weren't even in like original packaging. They were just like they were like stacked on each other in this bag. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs> If that happened to me, I wouldn't even be mad. I would be so confused more than I would be angry. I'd be like, what is what's going on, yeah. man? Talk to <laughs> you're like, what are you saying? Blink twice yeah. if you're not safe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. One time he got me a bunch of pens. <laughs> and I was like, and they weren't even like the really nice pens. They were uh, what are we doing? <laughs> like, some Bix. I got you 800 Bix pens. <laughs> you need pens, right? Like, all right, man, don't, don't give me anything. It feels like you just grab stuff and be like, this will work. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> just laying around. <laughs> Put that in the bag for me, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yo, yeah. Uh, the funniest thing is I... And, and and this 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 was a lesson to me because I ain't gonna lie I was I was I was an a hole in response to this. Mm-hmm. I had an ex who for my birthday got me an edible fruit arrangement. Oh, that's interesting. And <laughs> sent it to the job, and my boy was oh. killing me. He was cooking me. <laughs> he was <laughs> he was cooking me. I didn't have uh-huh. any responses. I I was getting flamed. Yeah. Now there's a yeah. couple of things at play here. Yeah. Everybody know I'm a I, I don't even like most fruits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been very clear about this my entire life. I think most melons yeah. and most berries are absolute garbage. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That leaves only a handful of fruits that you could put in this fruit basket for me. Yeah. You can't put bananas in a fruit basket because that's crazy. You can't chop bananas up. That's nuts. It's mush. By the time it gets to me, I have pudding. Yeah. It's a banana yeah, pudding. Yeah. That's so it was only like it was like some grapes, some watermelon, mm. some strawberries, some pineapple slices. I think they put some oranges on that thing, like some like the okay. Like, okay, okay. It was crazy. Yeah. And my boy was like, yep. Yeah. You trying to share that fruit? Like I was like, he knew I was not happy with this gift because I was like, uh, even the fruit I like, I'm just not eating fruit in this kind of quantity. Yeah, yeah, because it, it, it's usually a lot. Yeah, and he was like, you. Yeah. He kept knocking it. We ain't gonna put that basket in the break room for us all of us. And like he just he would not let up. So I wasn't happy with the gift. He was cooking yeah. me all day. She uh-huh. hit me. It was like, yo. Happy birthday, how you like the gift? And I was like, I'm not going to lie. I was young, young. And I was like, I didn't. I'm going to buy you oh. Madden football for your birthday. <laughs> Since we don't give a fuck about what each other need and want and can use. She was like, what? Yeah. I was like, you've known me for years. Why? <laughs> Excuse me. Like, why would you get me that? Yeah. But yeah. That was yeah. probably one of the. I did have to learn a lesson about humility and um, 
accepting gifts and and taking in the thought. But on mm-hmm. the con on a, on a, on the flip side of the thought, I want people mm-hmm. to think. Yeah, I think that's that the thing. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Because, yeah, you know, the- we have openly complained about men who buy their partners vacuums for Christmas, which is oh, a yeah. horrific gift. They don't buy no, nobody no gift to clean up. <laughs> so- <laughs> Although, if it is a Dyson, I'm like, you know what I mean? Well, or like a Kirby. That dude came, the Kirby came to the house and threw that on the ground <laughs> like, yeah, you little vacuum ain't shit. Watch this. <laughs> Why you? <laughs> it was so disrespectful. I was like, bro, it wasn't even my. It was my roommate's vacuum, and I still felt some kind of way. That little chill, bro. Like, you got a hoe for a vacuum. Why are you calling it a vacuum <laughs> out of its name? Like, you know, leave yeah. my house, sir. Please, thank yeah. you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, man. no, I, I yeah. think about this stuff. And I've seen to go back to the original thing, like like, like I've, I've seen many a times in my life where, mm-hmm. and I'm not even talking about fathers who are not there. I, I'm, I'm uniquely talking about the instances when I when I have seen fathers incredibly present and active in their kids' lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Moms uh-huh. get these elaborate gifts, mm-hmm. 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 and dads be like, "Yo, got you a tie and some cologne." You're like. Yeah. Want another fucking tie from Marshalls? <laughs> Want another tie from Ross or TJ Maxx? I don't. Yeah, man. I don't. If you give me another Burlington Coat Factory tie, I'm gonna fight you. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's because we've had this conversation before about the ways in which men are sort of like reduced to oh, like you take care of the family, like you go to work, yeah, have you right? Um. And how often, like, kids don't know much about their fathers. Mm-hmm. And we're also reduced to, okay, like, he he makes sure that, that they were taken care of in, in a lot of different ways. And I think that sort of manifests itself in the, in the ways in which, like, fathers get gifts. It's like, a lot of times, they don't know much about, the, like, their fathers. So they, <laughs> like, oh, ties, uh, you know what I mean, like, cologne. Uh, you need a power drill, you know what I mean? Like you like to fix stuff, right? I saw, <laughs> I saw a grown adult, a grown mm-hmm. two grown adult children buy yeah. their father a steak from the grocery store for uh, for his birthday, and I was like, "Yo, y'all bought this man a steak? He has to cook? That's crazy to me. That's so crazy." And it, look, I get it, right? It wasn't that they didn't have money. It would be different, right? Like, I get the yeah, class. Uh-huh. Di- like, there's a class discourse that we could have here that we're not entertaining, right? And I'm not yeah. talking about that. Mm. They had enough money to at least take this man to a steak dinner. Yeah. They bought that man a steak from the grocery store. I was like, <laughs> it was in a the plastic. They're like, happy birthday. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> This was two women. One of them I uh-huh. dated. Uh-huh. And it was her and her sister. And they bought their father a steak from the grocery store. <laughs> I was at the house. I went to the bathroom. And I was in tears laughing. Because I didn't want to laugh in front of everybody. Because yeah. you could tell he was he was not happy. Bro was like, oh, thank you. But you could see it. Yeah, I was like, not no plastic though. Uh, uh, <laughs> the little plastic with the 
with the with the grocery store, the little tag on it and everything. I was like, nah, this can't uh, be the uh, way. Yeah, yeah, man. And he had it to was go also- there and saute that thing up himself. <laughs> I think about like on Father's Day, how many men barbecue for themselves. It's like, yo, man, it's yeah, right. Nobody's like Mother's Day, you can't. Mother's Day, you can't get a reservation anywhere on the oh, day. On Father's Day, you can walk in and get seated at the best table. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you want to. Yeah. Everybody in here. <laughs> All the men at home cooking for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this to critique it, right, to bend back on it, and we can move to the yeah. next segment after this. I will say this. Some of the reasons kids don't know their fathers because their fathers don't talk. Like, Doug bruh, Doug, I was about to say the exact Doug same thing. Sitting on a couch after work, just yes. watching TV, and that's it. Definitely, like, yikes! Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, man, yeah, like, yeah, like I didn't know what to get my father because he don't say nothing. I was like, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what I want. Don't don't play with me. Don't show up with nothing. (laughs) Oh, that's hurts hurting my heart. If somebody showed up with a steak, I have to cook for myself. (laughs) Not like this. Yo, that's mad funny. Yo, let's move to the next segment real quick, Rue. Um, give me your keys. Um you're drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, uh, this was uh, sent to me. I don't know if you heard about this story, but um, uh, there was a woman, a, a healthcare worker, who used a dead patient who recently died from COVID, used their bank card mm-hmm. to buy vending machine snacks. Um, Aisha, but I don't know how to mm-hmm. pronounce the last name, so forgive me. Her name is Aisha Basharat, and she was given two five-month jail terms to run concurrently, both suspended for 18 months, according to the police department. So, essentially, somebody uh, died. Uh, They were an 83-year-old woman who died, and she went down uh, 17 minutes later after the patient's death and, uh, you know, bought uh, bought some stuff from the vending machine. In the snack room, in the break room, <laughs> man, uh, few things, right? Like you didn't have your debit card. What she did say, because I read the whole story, she, she said okay. she worked like a seventeen or eighteen hour shift and got the cards confused. That's what uh, she said. But why did she? Why does she have her card? <laughs> Why is her card next to so your you card? you think you a detective or something? Like, why are you in this? <laughs> I was like, I got questions. I'm going to tell you why I think she has a card. She looked at that lady and said, she don't need it like that no more. Can't take it with you. She said, you <laughs> the final withdrawal just 17 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. That's what she said to herself. This lady made the final withdrawal. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's she like, uh, she would want me to have this. <laughs> you know, this it's two dollars. She what? said to herself, is it not American to show up first and claim it as mine? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what we're founded on. She said, 
family better hurry up because I'm about to say I found it this wallet. <laughs> the <family. laughs> she, oh, all jokes aside, though, she <coughs> she did work an 18 hour shift. I honestly feel like this lady got fired and got jail time for some Snickers or something like this. And I feel like if you work in an 18 hour shift, plus the amount that they charge you for yeah. anything with medical care, they should have unlimited Snickers. Yeah, right. Like, why they still gotta? It's like why they still gotta pay for snacks. You're out there saving lives, and I gotta buy my own snacks. I can't get no Snickers. I can't get my sugar up on an 18 hour shift. That's nuts. On an 18 hour shift, I just witnessed death. At bare Mm. minimum, I should be able to get like a Snickers and some Gatorade. Bare minimum. Yeah, get my electrolytes. I need that. (laughs) Yeah. I play one game of basketball and I need my electrolytes up. Facts. She worked it facts. Eight and my basketballs at the at the at the gym is no stakes in this. This yeah, is life huh? and death. Eighteen hours, bare minimum. She should get snacks. She should be able to get like, and I even feel like it should be more than candy. They should have the Cheddar Bay biscuits from Red Lobster is available. They right. should have chicken strips from Popeyes just readily available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's it's wild to me that like they would have to pay for snacks yeah because they That's charge nice. you hundreds of dollars if they just give you aspirin uh hmm? if you ever get a chance you look at your hot your itemized medical bills it's nuts what they charge you for uh, yeah definitely stirred a cup of water that would be a hundred and fifty dollars you mean you administered? Yeah, you gave me a cup and I walked over to the thing. Yeah, yeah. You gave me a picture. I had to pour it myself. Yeah. Yeah, they be doing wild stuff at the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's. Yeah, but that's... she shouldn't have used that lady's car, man. Like. Yeah. It also seems like a lot is like a penalty for that. That's just, yeah. you know, I'm like, eh. you should be like, hey, don't do that no more. You know what I mean? Like, because, honestly, like, if that was my dead relative, I'd be mad at the hospital worker, but I don't want her fired over it. Like, if, yeah. unless you've been doing this like all the time, like if we have a pattern, then that's a whole other story. Definitely. <laughs> but if it's one off, yeah, yeah. And if if she was like two dollars back, if she was buying like, I might even let you add a two dollars. You you were there with my relative past. Got that little funky ass two dollars. Yeah. Right? If she was, like, buying Xboxes, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's different. <laughs> he bought five Xboxes. He yeah. slung four of them on offer. <laughs> Got a little side money. Gave the other one to her son. Yeah. She's a hero. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas is good this year. Yeah. I know. Speaking of caretakers, I'm mm-hmm. on a, this is this is going left here, huh. <clears throat> but but in a good way. Yeah. The man who took care of my grandfather during the time of his passing, mm-hmm. bro, came to the services. Yeah. And you know, there's the part of the service where sometimes we'll ask people to come up, have mm-hmm. some brief remarks, but keep oh, it yeah. short. Uh-huh. He stood in line. Bro said something really nice for about 15 seconds mm-hmm. and started singing. Oh. And when I tell you bro could sing. Okay. Uh-huh. And nobody knew. We were all sitting there like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. So you just going to funerals getting your work off, I said. <laughs> He's like, about to kill him with this. <laughs> <laughs> At the funeral. 
<laughs> yo, yo, he really did his work. I was sitting there like I looked at my mama. My mama was like, I had no clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no clue. That man was putting work in. Mm-hmm. That man said, in my other life, I had a record contract. By the way, yeah, 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 yeah man. Because that the the open mic part of the funeral is always fascinating. Yeah, people be getting off weird stuff in that part. Yeah, yeah. I'd be nervous about that part every time. I'm like, Oof. always. This could go really good or really poorly. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't want the open mic portion at my funeral. Like, just no. Nah. <laughs> I don't Yo, need it. When I get old enough, I'm gonna do some way out stuff so that when I die, I can still creep people out at the end. <laughs> Like I'm a I'm a write letters or something like that. I'm gonna send like delayed text messages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna send like a, a, a text message on the anniversary of my death. Uh, God said you soon, pimp. Yeah. <laughs> Your time coming. Oh my God! Get your affairs in order, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much that'll freak somebody out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You just get a random text from somebody who died a year ago talking about God said you next. <laughs> oh my God. You get your affairs in order. <laughs> my affairs? <laughs> you better go talk to somebody. Make sure your numbers are right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're done. It's, you got like two days left to get your stuff together. You're done. <laughs> I forget. I'll see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what comedian it was. He was like, yeah, I want, like, I want I want somebody like really random at my funeral. So like he's like, one of my requests is that like at my funeral, like you get a random celebrity. He's like he's like like John Stamos. <laughs> he's like he's like everybody be like, wait, was that was that John Stamos at the funeral? <laughs> Did he know John Stamos? <laughs> he knew John Stamos. <laughs> I didn't know he knew John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's so funny. Yeah. I didn't know that man knew John Stamos. That's crazy to me. <laughs> you know you're gonna you're gonna talk about that for a while. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah, you're gonna talk about that for a while. Yeah. So we could we can move on to the next story. Um, so this one actually isn't funny at all, actually. Um, so, um, in, in Athena, Texas, um, Mm -hmm. uh, a a young girl that was the age of seven, um, was, was kidnapped actually by a, by, by a FedEx worker. Um, the FedEx worker was actually showing up to the house to, uh, to drop off a Christmas gift that her parents ordered. And she was outside, and I guess like he had hit the little girl with the mm-hmm. car, um, and then apparently, according to him, he panicked, um, and then he abducted her, and then you know, shortly after, you know, ended her life, and then her body was found, you know, um, much later on after he was apprehended, he took them to the site where the where the body was buried, um, and and just just you know, reading this story, it's shocking in a number of ways, but I kind of want to hear like your reaction to it. Yeah. Like 
you know, I, I recognize how humans can panic in moments, not justifying any of what he did, right? First and foremost, let me start with this. It's horrific, right? Like, Absolutely. I remember when I first read this, and, and obviously it's hard not to think of your own child in these kind yeah. of moments. Like, Absolutely. Damn. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember thinking like, yeah, I don't even want my daughter answering the door like that. And, I, and that's the world in which we live, right? Where I'm... I'm nervous about you even answering the door. Don't even go to delivery people. Let me bring yeah. in the packages. Absolutely. Let me do that. I'm the, I'm the bre- package bringer in her here, right? Yeah, yeah, um, but I say all that to say, I recognize humans can panic and do weird things in moments yeah. of panic. Mm-hmm. It's still very difficult for me to, to think that that was all that happened. Yeah. And maybe it is. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. to hit someone who doesn't have serious injuries, I'm going to get in trouble, so I'm going to kill them. Is yeah. is is a wild leap for me that I don't really yeah. know how to wrap my mind around. Yeah. Not, I didn't find more on this for me to to try to make sense of it. Uh-huh. So this is a thing that I don't really really have a lot of things to say about it because I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it. Um, yeah. It's probably the best the best thing I can say about it. Yeah, yeah, and. Whenever, you know, like I, I read a story that seems outlandish, like I try to I try to find how this could happen, right? Like a part of me always wants to understand a little bit, right? And I just I just I just can't. Um like to go from, oh, like I accidentally hit her with my car to ending this this little girl's life. I'm just like, I just I don't I don't understand how you even get there. Yeah, like even in hit and run moments, right? Like I think about those and I'm like, nah, you should probably stay. Yeah. Uh Because the running gets you in exponentially more trouble. Exactly. I get it. There's trouble here. Mm -hmm. But it's easier to deal with trouble at a level of five than it is at level 10. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's how my mind works in Mm -hmm. those moments. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's sad, man. Like... I'll be honest, man, like, I think about moments like, I just, I don't think I'll be okay in a moment like this. No. Uh, Like, I'm, this is that moment where violent me is going to go, okay. Yeah. And I worry about myself in these moments. I do. If I'm just being honest, I really do. I'm just, I, I don't, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. It's it's hard for me to even wrap my mind around it. But um, but let's go ahead. And we could we could go ahead and move on to the next section though. Um, holiday traditions. So um, you know, do do you allow your daughter to believe in Santa? Um, how long do you allow them to believe in Santa? Um, yeah, like what what are some of the the, the traditions? What are some of yeah. the things that you like navigate? We we, you know, we, we, we talked about some of this, right? Um. Yeah. Mine is simple. There are traditions I had growing up. Um, there's a beauty in traditions and how they keep long lines, uh, lineages together, how they always allow us to think back. But the thing about traditions is that they do and they can change. Mm-hmm. That even when you're practicing a, uh, practicing a tradition now, that it's not necessarily the same way it was practiced 100 years ago. True. Uh-huh. The thing, too, about traditions is that they do bog us down. And sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, you want to build something new and create something better that makes more sense for you in your own life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, you know, my 
my daughter at two and a half, almost two and a half, mm. clearly loves the magic of this moment, right? Yeah, Whatever yeah. this is. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Like, walk around. She likes the lights, likes yeah. Santa, likes gingerbread men, likes snowmen, reindeer. All she does is point the stuff out and mm-hmm. get very excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to kill that excitement. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. something so amazing in that excitement uh-huh. that I want her to have, right? Um, and and I'm very big on, I think on some level, creativity and make-believe are, are, are incredibly related, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Um, it takes creativity to make-believe, right? Um, and there is, I don't want to kill that creative make-believe magical spirit. I want to create a child, mm-hmm. right? I want a child that moves and thinks and acts creatively. Yeah. And for me, that means we're going to have to allow some belief in some things, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think I've said this in the last episode, something to the tune of, I have a line in one poem. I, I don't read this poem often, but it says that the moment we stop believing in dragons is the exact moment we stop believing we could slay them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I want her to believe in magic because I want her to believe that she is magical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When do we stop that? I don't know. Uh-huh. I think for me, a lot of things about the way I see parenting is it seems to be a practice in negotiation on yeah. some level with the child. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If it looks like very early on that she's like, yeah, I'm good on this Santa shit, then we can have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna let her drag the shit out to like thirteen and nothing. That's yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. All right. All right. So it's, for me, it's a balancing act. That I don't know the exact answer sure. as to when I'll rip that bandaid off. Yeah, yeah. Because like I remember when my nephews were like thirteen, I was like, uh, has anybody told them? Are they still? You know what I mean? Because I was like. You're about to be in like ninth grade soon. You know what I mean? Like we gotta get blamed in high school. Like, you know? <laughs> like wait, <laughs> yeah. Because I I remember I was in the car with my nephew, and I was like, oh, you know what I mean? Like you know, you excited about you know Santa? And he was like, come on, man. I was like, my guy. Okay, you know what I mean? Just <laughs> that was a heat check. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 no, I yeah. I think I said this too. I I I knew Santa wasn't real for quite some time. Yeah. But I knew like my mom used to ask me about Santa, so I was like, all right, fuck it. It seemed like she hot on this idea. So yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yay, Santa. Like, I'm right. Cool. <laughs> sure. Whatever. We didn't even have a chimney. It yeah. didn't make sense to me. Like I was I was one of those kids that at a very early age, I'm like, nah, this don't make no sense. I don't yeah. care. Like, we had no chimney. Mm-hmm. How is this man getting in this house? We have bars yeah. on the window because we're in the hood. <laughs> and we have a screen door. Uh-huh. Yeah. How are you getting in? Yeah. How's a fat man getting down the chimney anyway? Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, very early on. Like, I didn't, I think I was probably like six. Yeah, I was like, mm. yeah. <laughs> but I play. I want to say I played along till around eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh-huh. Sounds about right. Yeah. And then after a while, my mom was like, "Santa," I was like, "Come on, mom. Whoa, 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 we want <laughs> We passed that, right? I ain't gonna say nothing to the little sibs, but yeah. me and you, we on us, we got a level. I know the presents are in your closet. 
yeah, yeah. Huh? When you weren't here one day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely went in the closet. <laughs> I seen it. Santa didn't bring none of that. Cause, yeah. Because it's not even the 24th. It's the 10th. Yeah. <laughs> Unwrapped. I saw a Toys R Us receipt, by the way. <laughs> I did some investigating. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you should be proud. Uh-huh. That I know how to find the answers I'm looking for. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. You raised a smart son. I think we're <laughs> we're looking at this in a very incorrect way. <laughs> You're worried about privacy issues. I'm worried about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna be, you know, you're gonna thank me later. <laughs> I promise this is gonna work out for us. I promise. <laughs> I wonder if there's a study uh-huh. and like the correlation and with which kids stop believing in Santa mm-hmm. to like <laughs> this is gonna be a bad yeah. to like success in school or something uh-huh. like that. Like because uh-huh. I can't this is gonna be terrible to say. It's hard for me to believe that if you believe in Santa at like 13, yeah. you killing it in school. Yeah, probably not. Right. I I just don't see those two things going together. They don't mesh. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, if you, if you can't put those logics together, you you can't you can't do word problems. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you just you, you can't don't understand the true meaning of yeah. this book we've just read. Yeah, yeah. You don't know nothing about what went on in this book, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, that's funny as hell, man. But yeah, so I don't know. But man, let's pull over and talk real quick. Okay. Brittany is back from Russia. Uh, what have you noticed on your timeline? Like, what, what have people been saying? Uh, did you see any weird takes? Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. it's a bit of a mixed bag. More, more positive than anything else, right? It's always fascinating. Like, when I see stuff on my timeline, I go, oh, I didn't even know you thought like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, people be surprising me, right? Because for, for the most part, it was like, you know, congratulations, glad that she's back, right? But then there was a few critiques about it, like, um, oh, we shouldn't have, uh, you know, gave them, uh, you know, the, the I forget the, the name of the dude, right? Like, we shouldn't have gave up him for, for Britney and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that's a weird take. But then I, I did hear that there's like, that there was a, a, a Marine that's still imprisoned there as well. Um, and then the conversation was like, well, are we also trying to get him, you know, um, which I think is a, is a valid point. Like if, if there's a U.S. Marine that, that, that has been there, you know, for years, um, that should definitely be somebody that, that we should be trying to get out as well. Um, you know, congratulations. I'm, I'm definitely glad that Brittany is back. You know, I think that that's a, you know, I, I felt like that was a, a really wild situation. Um, and definitely glad that she's safe and, and home. But also, like, if there's a Marine there, too, we should be trying to get him out also, you know? Um, but, yeah, but I, I did see a couple weird takes. Um, and that's always that's always just odd to me. Like, you can't just be happy that she's home. I feel like it's an easy thing to do. So, for me, the problem is, is that I think it really is a frustration with a black queer woman getting home. It has nothing to do with Paul Whelan, the uh, Marine, or 
really yeah. the ex-Marine that most people didn't even know existed prior yeah. to Brittany Griner's release, right? Like, mm-hmm. and that's a really thing, really mm-hmm. important thing. The right or the left really didn't know who Paul Whelan was until it was time to negotiate the release of a of a queer black woman. Then we become really politically savvy. We yeah. all know the rules of trading for prisoners. Everybody knows everything except for the fact that he was not a Marine anymore. He actually was dishonorably discharged for larceny, other things, and Uh-oh. even for stealing upwards of around t- or trying to steal ten thousand dollars we on. don't want to talk about that because we don't give a shit about paul whelan what we give a shit about if we're being honest mm-hmm. is the fact that a black woman who's queer got out and it frustrates us yeah and we'll use paul whelan as a pawn in a mm-hmm. critique because it's easier to say what about paul whelan than it is if i'm saying his last name correctly than it is to say fuck britney griner because yeah. in reality that's what people really want to say uh-huh uh-huh yeah. That gay black woman got herself there. Fuck her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what they want to say. Yeah. But that won't go over well on Twitter. Exactly. That won't go over well on Facebook. That won't go over well on whatever other social media platform you're on. And so you say, instead of that, what about Paul Whelan? A guy you didn't know about. Yeah. Because I asked people, did you know that he's not a Marine, that he's an ex-US Marine? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's I didn't know that. Yeah. And it's like, sure, right? Sure. I mean, yeah, it's it's all of that, right? Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, definitely because, like I said, I, I mean, I didn't even know who he was. I just saw it on the timeline, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because even if he wasn't dishonorably discharged, even if he didn't have all those other things, I would still be happy that Brittany Griner's home. You know what I mean? I was right. like, why we we can't be we can't be happy about that? That's weird. And and it, it is what you said, right? Like it's much easier. To say, oh, what about, you know, Paul Whelan, than it is to say, oh, I don't like the fact that this black queer woman is free and got so much social media attention. The other thing, too, that we don't want to talk about was Victor Bout, uh, the merchant of death who he traded for, was Mm. supposed to be, he's supposed to be released in 2029 anyway. Oh, okay. Uh Yeah, like there's just so much stuff that people don't want to talk about the details of this. Because the details forces you to admit that you're just frustrated that Brittany Griner is out. Yeah. Yeah. And and that really is the bottom line for me. I did see a funny meme. Uh-huh. And I, because if black people ain't going to do nothing, they're going to make a joke. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. And I love us for it, and I hate us for it, and I love us for <laughs> more. Uh-huh. They said we traded a Hall of Fame shooter for somebody that don't play D. Crazy. Yo, people are wild. It's like, yo, the metaphor, the wordplay in this meme is truly exquisite. I mean, yeah, like that's a bar, low key. You know what I mean? It could have been used for better. You know, like we, I think that talent could have went somewhere else. You know, but bar. And but it's a bar, nonetheless. But yeah, man. But that's my biggest thing on it. I do think people are just frustrated. Did Britney break the law in Russia? Sure. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't play games when I visit other countries. I just don't. Um, I'm not interested in doing stuff that <laughs> that seemingly breaks. Or, or even remotely breaks their laws. I'm very interested in what laws that are in other countries that exist. I remember hmm. yeah. I was in in Turkey 
And I remember reading there's certain things that I couldn't mm-hmm. go on the internet to look for at the time. And I was very clear as to not to do that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember, bro, I ended up watching, I started watching some rap videos on YouTube because I was writing a piece about rap. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think I was doing a lecture. That's why I was writing a lecture on hip hop. Uh-huh. And I was like, I need to look up, I wanted to look up some rap videos. So I started looking them up. Yo, my internet got shut off. Oh. We're looking at quote unquote pornography. What? When I tell you I was shit nervous, I was like, oh, they come into the room to get your boy. <laughs> they were like, oh, you need to come with us. <laughs> like, oh. I looked at the U.S. Embassy real quick on my phone. Oh. I started walking to the U.S. Embassy. I was like, I'm not going to jail Just for in case. Just in case. <laughs> I'm at the embassy, my guy. I yeah. will not go to jail for rap. No, no one came. I was overreacting, but they did shut my internet off for an hour, if oh, I remember correctly. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, what's that's happening? Cool. I'm going to be in a Turkish jail. I don't speak. Yeah. Being in jail in general is wild. But being in jail in, in another country? Especially nah, if you don't speak the language, you just be getting talked to, and you're like, Yo, what's going on? But yeah, man, side note, speaking of, of, of wild conversations, right? Because I do think a lot of the discourse around Brittany Griner is really wild and, and it, it refuses like the ability to just be happy that she's home, which she should be home, right? Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of wild conversations, have you seen the conversation between Scan, uh, uh, Shannon Sharp and, and Skip Bayless when Skip... Uh, uh, got into Shannon about uh, his critique of Tom Brady. Yeah. So for those who are familiar with what happened, so Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, they're you know, um, the name of the show is is it First Take? What's the What's the name of the show? First, uh, First Take. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. So so they have a really popular uh show on ESPN, um, where they talk about sports, right? And Shannon Sharp. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's critiquing Tom Brady. Tom Brady is arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, but he's not having a great season. Right. So Shannon Sharp, you know, he's, he's offering up critiques. Right. And then Skip Bayless goes, well, he's, he's Tom Brady's better than you. And I'm like, bro, cause one thing that is absolutely true is that Shannon Sharp is one of the greatest tight ends of all time. He is a Hall of Fame football player. Skip Bayless, I don't even know if he ever even played on his varsity team. Well, he did play basketball. And this is the, the thing. Remember Jalen uh, Jalen Rose cooked him. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Did you see that clip? This was years ago. I think when Skip Bayless was still working for ESPN. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I think a lot of athletes get frustrated with Skip Bayless because he made a career really by attacking athletes that's he made his bones by saying athletes ain't nothing Uh uh-huh uh-huh and 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 Jalen rose was like he said something about enough about me but didn't you average 1.4 points in high school in a game (laughs) wasn't that on junior varsity he was like so all of this baby pistol pete you were water, water pistol Pete Maravich. You were water pistol Pete. You were water pistol. Yeah. And he came for him, and rightfully so. And it was the only time I've seen Skip Bayless truly unable to say something. Yeah. Because uh-huh. now Skip Bayless had it. What Skip Bayless does a lot is he'll put 
one record up against someone else's record. Yeah, he's I'm, not asking if LeBron is great. He's saying LeBron isn't Michael Jordan, and he's yeah. not. Huh? Yeah. Whether or not you agree that LeBron is better or or, or not as good is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. He's basically saying you can have a conversation about if LeBron is great. Yeah. Skip Bayless will say he's not Michael Jordan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You can have a conversation about how great Pat Mahomes is doing, how great Jalen Hurts is doing in the season. Mm-hmm. Skip will say, well, they're not Tom Brady. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and they're not. Yeah. yeah. Hell, Tom Brady at one point wasn't Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is true. Right, so th- this is how it all works. And we can argue still a whole lot of things about any player. Mm-hmm. And what I believe Sh- Shannon was doing was simply saying he's not having a great season and, and he's seemingly on his downfall. Yeah. yeah. Which happens. Exactly. No athlete is great forever. Yeah. The fact he's been great for this long is wild. And that in and of itself is great. And we can say that. Mm-hmm. But the sun sets at some point. Absolutely. It will. Yeah. Even in a longer day, the sun will set at some point. Definitely. Even in those cities where they have like two months of sun or however long, those yeah. cities that don't have, like, like where is Anchorage does that at times, right? Yeah. Um, and also like uh, in northern Alaska, they get that a lot. Right. Northern Alaska. They, yeah. Right. So like those, those areas, like the sun will set at some point mm-hmm. is what I'm getting at here. And and to then attack that man simply because they're on a show where they're supposed to assess sports yeah. is unfair. Yeah. And and, and the, the the logic to me doesn't make sense, right? Because if if Tom if, if he can't critique Tom Brady because Tom Brady is better than him, then Skip Bayless literally cannot critique anyone. Any sport. Yeah. Because you're water pistol peak. Exactly. So I felt like it was I felt like he was just trying to muddy the waters because he didn't have a good comeback. Yeah, and that's what he does. Yeah. When then the reality is, look, my favorite athletes were Magic and Kobe. I'm a Lakers fan. Surprise, yeah. surprise. Uh uh-huh. And in basketball. Yeah. They end it too. Mm-hmm. It happens. And it was okay to say that. Yeah. My favorite football player of all time is Jerry Rice. Mm-hmm. And uh he trailed off too. Yeah, yeah. And that happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we can keep going on with this, but but it happens. Yeah. And it's okay to say, and even when they, like, even in his prime when Kobe had bad games, it's okay to name that. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> Especially if that's your job. Yeah, yeah, wild to me. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you that. And the other thing that frustrated me about this clip, and I hate this in general, is like when, when, when folks are having conflict yeah. and you won't let me get my side out. Yeah. Oh, every time I start saying something, you got to say something. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. that that for me makes me want to, I'm not going to even lie. That's all that boils my blood, bro. I be wanting to throw hands. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I tell people all the time, we can't have a conversation. If I can't say a word, if I can't say a sentence, no need to have a conversation. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, there's no point. Yeah, no point. man. So uh, the next clip. So uh, so Giannis and it was. I mean, so look. So basically, it was a. Uh, uh, it was like, Drew and and uh, yeah. uh, Drew Holiday was having a conversation with Serge Ibaka. Exactly right, and then they call Giannis, who you know 
is Drew Holiday's teammate. And Giannis just gets disrespectful out of nowhere towards Serge Ibaka. Um, called him a screen setter, basically saying that he wasn't very, uh, he was, he just wasn't very good. Um, and that just seems like an odd. Called him a screen setter and a role player. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's weird. Like why, why is he so, I don't, I don't understand why he's so mad. It also just felt out of place. I didn't see the whole episode, but the clip, I was like, what is happening here? Yeah. Like, and you called that man out. Like his nickname wasn't Sergi Blocker. Yeah, right. He led the league in blocks on several occasions. Only got like defensive all first teams at some point. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> it was weird. Giannis was on some haters. Yeah. It seemed weird and unnecessary. Now, uh, I think, look, mm-hmm. I think there's a way, right? Like, I think the most mess you and I have ever talked to each other was in Madden. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. But the stuff I'm going to say to you while we playing Madden is not something I'm about to say while we live on on, on, on camera. Yeah. That was the That's kicker. Like, uh, <laughs> I had to call you out your name regularly. <laughs> like, hold up. Like, yeah. It's a, it's a very contextual Madden moment. It's a contextual. <laughs> yeah. Because I think about like. Like Fiveology, right? Like we're all brothers. Uh, for those who are familiar with Fiveology, it's a collective where, that we're a part of myself, Javon Johnson, Sean William, Andrew Tyree, Prentice Powell, right? And we talk trash to each other all day. Our group chat is reckless, right? <laughs> if we were ever on TV, like that wouldn't, we wouldn't be talking to each other like that because that's not Facts. appropriate. Facts. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, man. It was, it was a lot, bro. Yeah. And then Zion. So, uh, so, so Zion Williamson, who plays for the New Orleans Pelicans, they were playing against the the Phoenix Suns, and they're up thirty points. And typically, if you're up that much at the end of the game, you kind of just hold the ball and then you just let the clock go out. But instead of letting the clock go out, he goes down and does like a windmill dunk, which is typically considered disrespectful because if you're up by thirty, the game is over. You kind of just you know you you just you just chill and then the game is over right um but instead of like chilling he went down and did a windmill dunk what do you think about that i'm i i love cj mccullum's response to that if you don't want us to dunk protect the rim yeah that part even up about 30 it's i've always been very clear especially in adult sport we can make an argument differently as it relates to youth sports but adult sports it's not my job to stop myself yeah exactly it's not. And equally important, let's not act like the Phoenix Suns didn't do this work to so many teams last year and the year before when they were bouncing people out of the playoffs. I distinctly mm-hmm. remember them gloating. And, what is the functional difference between somebody making a three and you doing all of this while mm-hmm. the game is ahead by 10, 15, 20, and then dunking at the end? There is none. The yeah. issue is you don't like the showboating. Exactly. Because that's the main thing. So there cannot be a difference between dunking for two points mm-hmm. and you dancing on the court in timeout, doing all this excess stuff when you're up yeah. by 20. It's the same thing. And so if you're going to do that, when teams beat you, you got to expect them to do that work too. Exactly. I know me. Mm-hmm. I know me. I'm excessive when I win. Mm-hmm. So when I lose and people start cooking me, I eat it. Yeah. yeah. I don't get the call for sportsmanship now because I'm on the losing end. I low-key think it was weak by the Phoenix Suns. The other response is play better defense. Yeah. 
Definitely. And the Phoenix Suns, they're notorious for talking trash. They're notorious for doing too much. Right? Like, a lot of teams don't like the Suns for that reason. Like, when they got blown out by the Mavericks, a lot of teams rejoiced in that because they know that the Phoenix Suns just have poor sportsmanship. Facts. Yeah. So I don't I don't have any gripe um with that at all. And I, I, when CJ McCollum said if you don't want us to dunk, protect the rim. Yeah. And they were like, what? And he said, if you don't want us dunking, protect the rim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, yeah. 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 All right, man. Let's let's move to segment three, uh, student drivers. Um, as we always say, this is this is the section where we go ahead and look to the youth them. The youth them and 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 we look at what they're saying on the social medias because y'all are hilarious. And sometimes y'all need to take the will. Facts. The first one says, I block my girl on everything and the TV start ringing. I'm scared. <laughs> That's the problem with smart technology, man. You can you can oh. connect in too many ways. Facts. You know how wild that would be? You you break up with somebody and then they jump on a video game with you? <laughs> he jump on Twitch. <laughs> you be playing Madden. She be like twenty one in effect, twenty one rule in effect. You like ah, because yeah. if you cut it off, you gonna get the L. Yeah, or like how two K has like basically like you can like walk around and like do stuff, and there's like everybody else that's also playing around that same time. You know what I mean? They're also walking around in like the the little atmosphere, and you run into your act. She's like, oh, so you can't text nobody back? <laughs> like ah. <laughs> So you, you, your internet is working? Is yeah, that yeah. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, ah! <laughs> yeah. Being accused of having hoes is possibly the most annoying thing ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Yo, dead. She said people, don't, people look so different once you don't care about them. Oh. This is facts. Facts. Yeah. No, this is... This is pure facts. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. This yeah. is pure facts. You'd be like, man, uh-huh. I ain't like her big headed ass. <laughs> weird ears anyway. It don't even matter. <laughs> like, <laughs> you gotta find something like small and strange. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Like you didn't see that point at the top of her ear, like it looked like a little elf. You didn't see that? All right. So it's just me. I overlooked it because she was a good person. You know, yeah. I'm not that shallow. <laughs> that's funny. Yo. We are the villain in someone's story, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's classic. Like, hey, I'm just villain on. Like, yeah. so, <laughs> like, I know for a fact I'm the villain in a few people's story. And Most of them, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because I think worrying about whether or not you're the villain in somebody's story, that's going to drive you crazy. Because there's also nothing you can do about a lot of those situations, too. So, yeah. Like, I dead ass told one person, I was like, if I need to be a bad guy, then by, by all means, have fun with it. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. tell. Tell whoever you have, whoever you want to tell, whatever you want. It does not matter to me. It just, mm-hmm. we we now exist in two different universes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> in my universe, I'm a hero. <laughs> so yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> yeah, Yo, 
Yeah, I just, I don't, yeah. Like, it, it, there's moments where, like, I, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to be a better person every day. It's just, I, I don't, yeah, I'm not about to worry myself over whether or not you think I'm a villain. It's like, yeah, you needed a villain, all right? Yeah. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? The Lion King needed Scar, and I don't think he was a bad guy. Yeah, I mean, we had that conversation before. I'm like, mm, I mean, I get it, kind of. I get his frustration. Yeah. Parents named him Garbage and his brother King. Yeah, that's weird. Man got psychological trauma. Like, that, I, I respect that. Yeah. Man needed therapy, and y'all want me to make him a villain. Nah. Uh, nah. Put some on his therapy bills. Put some on my therapy bills. Um, what, what's the next one? Um... I'm so delusional. I'll fight for a relationship I don't even want. Oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah, I'm telling you right now, we can break up, but mm. you ain't gonna break up with me. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna still be together. I'm trying to tell you this right now. Like, wait, what did she just? Yo, yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah, I'm probably sure in my younger days, I. I didn't want to be dumped, and so I fought for it to do the dumping. I'm I, I'm certain. Twenty young twenty something year old Javon was is, is an out of control human being. Uh, Sometimes there's no beef, but there's also no being cool ever again either. I don't. Well, I can see that. Sometimes you're just like, uh, I just. I I'm not mad, but I can't deal with you no more. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because I have what, that. That's how I took that. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Look, I'm gonna tell you this. Uh-huh. Me and him actually got cool after this because, like, we were hooping. Yeah. And we were dapping each other up. Everybody was dapping each other up. And uh-huh. I was about to dap him up. He was like, nah, I don't really, I don't really like your vibe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, all right, man, I don't, well, fuck it then. I don't care. Yeah. Kept it pushing. All uh-huh. due respect. I yeah. respected the honesty. Yeah, definitely. We hooped more and more and more. Literally, maybe months after, he was like, I like how you handled that situation. I was like, yeah, I like your honesty too. Uh, uh-huh. Months after that, we now hooping together. We cool people. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at first, it was no beef. We was just, I'm good on him. Yeah. Definitely. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. I'm just, I'm good. We Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I think, I, I think more people should handle situations like that, where it's just someone you just don't vibe with. Y'all can just, Y'all can just like not have to deal with each other. I told people this in the poetry community all the time. Like, look, look, man, we don't have to do this fake stuff just because we both write poems. Exactly. Yeah. You don't like me. That's fine. Hmm? That is perfectly fine. I've long I've learned a long time ago that not everybody in this world will like me, and I will not like everybody in this world. Sure. Yeah. And that's okay. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, uh, the first major lie told in a relationship always comes full circle at some point again. Run while you can, respectfully. Yeah, or or try to tell the truth more often. You know what I mean? Like, Stop lying. Yeah, that's I'm like that's I the better. I tell her. I told her I work for the CIA. I had to like. Yo. The lies I've heard dudes come up with is wild. It's like, yo, where you be cooking this stuff up? Yeah. Um, I'm in a really great place right now. Not mentally. I mean, I'm just in bed. 
<laughs> I saw that one, and I was also in bed. I was like, yes. <laughs> it's a great place. Yo, but yeah, man, that is, that's, that's funny. Oh. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go ahead and switch lanes once again. So um, there's a viral video uh, of a group of nurses basically venting about things at their job that give them what was called the ick, right? It's things that, you know, that, that you just don't like, right? So, um, and this video went viral. They're talking about, you know, uh, well, when somebody, instead of hitting the call button, they come to the nurse's station and ask for water. Uh, a few of the other examples were, uh, oh, like when, you know, like when he has multiple baby mamas giving birth at the same time and he's going from room to room. Um, that's the ick. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, so they were just talking about the things that... Your, that you put your limited heteronormative understandings of relationships onto me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Let me have, let me be fruitful and multiply. Let me Nick Cannon. <laughs> Didn't God say be fruitful and multiply? You know what I mean? It's a, that's I'm out here doing the Lord's work. Yeah. It's God's work. <laughs> but, but yeah, so they, they run down like a list of things that give them the ick. And um, this video went viral. And then they all got fired. <laughs> So what do, you, what, do you, what do you think about that? You are about to lose your job. <laughs> get this dance. No. Oh, look, I get it. You're yeah. doing a job. There are some things that's going to ick you out, whatever mm -hmm. that is. 100%. Yeah. And I get it that some of it might be trendy to have that ick in a given, uh, in a given profession, uh -huh. right? Meaning... Yeah. If we polled all the nurses, many of them might have some very similar icks. Yeah. Uh-huh. The problem is yeah. giving birth is such an intimate, profoundly special, mm -hmm. profoundly scary and frightening. Yeah. Yeah. And just incredibly vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And in many cases, life-threatening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just don't think that going on the internet to share your icks was the best thing to do. Yeah, right. Like, I get people, so there are people who are like, yo, the internet got them fired, and ah, people can't say stuff. And No, you could have just said that at home, sis. Y'all could have had that meeting at somebody's house. Mm -hmm. Not record it. Yeah. Sip your wine. Mm -hmm. And you would still be working today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> it's it's just like there's some things that you can ick about in professions, right? Like, I don't know. I'm going to make the, uh, like, I just don't know, right? Because, like, I don't want to, you, you don't want to share, like, icks about your own profession or frustrate people. Yeah. Whatever those icks are, because clearly it doesn't make sense to do that. But like, I'm gonna make this up, right? But like, if I was a a gardener and and I had icks, mm -hmm. I imagine that that isn't as vulnerable and as you know special and intimate as giving birth. Yeah, yeah. And even still, 
even still, you might not want to go online and share that. Yeah. Because you might lose clients. Because who's going to hire you? Yeah, and that's my thing, right? Is that I'm not as upset about the X because everybody's got that about their job, right? I don't think anybody has a job that they don't have sort of like negative things that happen to them while on the job, right? They're, everybody everybody who has a job has things about their job that they just don't like, that they're frustrated with. And, and, I, and I think a, a part of the, 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 the critique is that we expect nurses to not have that because like, you know, they're in charge of people's lives. Um, but I think it's also, I think it's natural for them to have, you know, icks, but it's weird to put that online. Similar to um the the I, I forget I forget her name but the psychologist um who it was the black oh, the black woman yeah who was like talking about you know like her black you know men clients and and to, to me it wasn't inherently horrible that she felt that way but it was horrible that she put it online especially for something like therapy right because yeah. I come to you to share something in confidence. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Look, my students are protected by FERPA. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Which is a federal education rights and privacy, family education rights and privacy act or something like that. I forget the exact acronym off the top of my head, right? Um, and they have a right to privacy in certain things. I can't come on here and tell you who got what grades. I can't do it, nor do I want to ethically. Yeah. But I can't do it. Right. Um, And ethically, more importantly than the federally can, Mm -hmm. ethically, it's just why would a student come to me for guidance intellectually Mm -hmm. if I came on this podcast and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, because I think it's normal to have what X, you know, quote unquote, um, but I think it's 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 inappropriate for them to share that online. Like like you said, like they could have just met up and just been like, "Hey, these are the things that are frustrating about this job," and then they could have just got all that out. Because I mean, like, and I don't know, man. And I think it maybe it might be a generational thing, but like, I don't feel the need to go online and like talk about you know to I mean? like the things about my job that frustrate me. Because you know, I don't feel the need to go online and do a whole lot of stuff. Bruh. I don't understand why people record their friends fighting and then post it. Yeah. Because y'all going to jail. Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to jail. Someone's getting suspended, going to jail. I'd be like, why y'all? Yeah. It's wild to me. Definitely. We all, like all them videos when people were recording their friends stealing from the mall and then posting it. Why would you? Yeah. I'm not saying y'all should go out and steal at the mall. Yeah. I am asking... Why are you recording your friends doing criminal activity? Sharing <laughs> said postings. Yeah. I mean, recordings. Yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, it's too much, man. It's a generation. We're in an era where we just share entirely too much. Too much. I just don't also want to know this much about people. <laughs> yeah. it's like, too- I remember somebody asked me about what I thought about Will and Jada and I said, I don't, I don't want to know any more about them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm filled up. My cup has, my cup hath runneth over dear Lord. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have put more on me than I can bear. I'm saying that. <laughs> That's my current testimony. Uh-huh. And I, I just think we overshare. Yeah. I do, yeah. man. Yeah. And I, I, I've heard takes like, you know, and I've heard this where, you know, people have said this is why black women can't trust medical professionals. Mm-hmm. This is why I think in, right obviously we're talking about women and, and people who birth. Right. Um, but I, I, do, I do think. In, right. Like there's a way in which, you know, I not to put myself in the center, but to think about how I could relate to why folks would see this and not understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I am very skeptical of my medical health. Absolutely, yeah. I do look at them. I was just telling my my wife. I was like, yeah, I find medical help that I have relationships with of some kind. Yeah, I mm-hmm. want them to care about me in some kind of way. Exactly. Oh, we went to the same college. Let's talk about that. Let's become uh-huh. friendly and chummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the medical industry has a history of neglecting black people. Of just flat out racism. And there's incredible amounts of books on this, right? Uh, uh, There's so, so many books. I think of medical apartheid. Mm -hmm. I think of, uh, now I'm forgetting all of the names, but I just was, I just got through reading one earlier, uh, well, last year. Um, Deborah, uh, Deborah, basically her book was about how and I'm forgetting the title, but there are tons of titles, and I don't know why I'm blanking this morning, because uh-huh. there are an incredible, incredible amount of titles. But basically, this book was talking about how there is nothing biological about race, and yet we continually follow the idea that race is biological when we make uh-huh. medicines and treat people. And yeah. fatal, fatal, fatal intervention is what that book is called, right? Okay. Um, and it, it's solid. So we we have clear evidence of just flat out medical racism. Um, histories of of mental health attached to racism, histories yeah. of gynecological practices attached to racism. Here, I'm thinking about um, mm-hmm. the, the the physician who used uh, uh, black women to practice uh, and start uh, gynecology. Right, like we have this stuff. We we have evidence of sterilizations in black, brown, and indigenous communities. We yeah. have these like the so so I get it in this is not necessarily that mm. the nurses mentioning their ick is not that, but uh-huh. given the context of that long sort of medical racism that we all know entirely too well, racism, medical racism and scientific racism that once would have said you and I were crazy simply because we wanted freedom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Draper mania, right. Yeah. Given all of that, mm. when you just come out and just be like, ick, yeah. I can see why black folk, black women in particular, are like, "Yeah, I'm good." Yeah, it's just too much to deal with. Definitely, yeah. I can't trust you. That makes sense to me. Yeah, man. Final segment, bro. As we as we wind down and look towards this exit ramp, yeah. trust me, we know where we are going with this. It's a really good moment in sports right now. I don't yeah. know if do you have a, a a hot take. This shouldn't be a classic, uh, or 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 this shouldn't be. A hot take. Do you have anything sports related right now? So this shouldn't be a classic, right? Um, hmm. So for, for those who don't know, this shouldn't be classic. It's like it's something that like everyone loves um, that I think is actually mid, right? That we think is mid. And to be honest, so 
So the Phoenix Suns, we mentioned this earlier. I think they're a solid team, right? Um, but people put them in the conversation of like, oh, like this could be the year, but they've been, we've been saying this for the past three years, right? I think the Phoenix Suns are a solid team, but they're not a championship squad. And I just feel like, I feel like they're still missing pieces. I feel like they need someone else that's going to be able to really like put up points when they need it. Cause I like Devin Booker, but. I, I think they're just missing too many pieces. And the way that their their contracts are constructed, I just don't see how they can go about getting that piece. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the, the Phoenix Suns are overrated. All right. Fair, 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 fair. Um, this shouldn't be. I don't know. Hmm. This could be either or for me. Yeah. But my thing is Steve Nash is not as good as everybody makes him out to be. <laughs> He's good. He even said this for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He's good. Yeah. He's not He's not as good as everybody makes him out to be. Yeah. Neither of those MVPs are his. And that's his only claim of greatness is two MVPs. He's not led a team past yeah. the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, this is, this is true. This is true. He's not even gone as far as Chris Paul has. Mm-hmm. And if we're willing to bash Chris Paul for not winning, yeah. we have to do the same thing for Steve Nash. And the uh, only claim to fame he has is two MVPs that did not belong to him. One was Shaq's. The uh, other was Kobe's. Yeah. Yeah. This Go is look true. at the numbers. I make this up not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could even argue it could have been maybe Allen Iverson's. But it did yeah. not belong to Steve Nash. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Really good player. Yeah. Yeah. Two-time MVP, he was not. Yeah. Two-time back-to-back MVP in the era of Shaq, Tracy McGrady, Kobe, and AI. You want me to... Come on, man. I get frustrated by this. Yeah. Because those teams were solid enough to do better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. my... I, I, like I said, I've been on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been on this. Really good. I'm not knocking his talent. Yeah. Could shoot and could pass. Can't take that away from him. Yeah. Couldn't defend to save his life, but that's not the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I got another. This shouldn't be a hot take. So people have been talking about how they want to bring back the the NBA jerseys with like the little sleeves. I hate those. I will fight. Terrible. Everyone. They look I will like fight everyone. They look like pajamas. <laughs> I was like, first time I saw, I was like, yo, what are they wearing? Absolutely not. Yo, speaking of another one, I got another one. This uh, shouldn't be. I don't ever know which one. It might not even be either. Uh-huh. Women's volleyball uniforms. Yeah. And women's track uniforms are unnecessary. Yeah. Like, Cause like men play in both of those sports. Yeah. And neither are wearing panties. Yeah, it seems odd, right? It seems like we're just being pervs at this point. Yeah. like yeah, yeah, It yeah, feels that way. It's like, what are we up to here? Yeah, because if that was necessary, then men would also be wearing those. Yeah, and no one wants to see that. No. <laughs> no one would watch that. First off, something's, something's flopping out at some point. Like, uh-oh, yeah. it's yeah. out. 100%. Ah! <laughs> 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 yeah. Because it's a lot of jumping, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's trying to score twice. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no way you can do hurdles in that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yikes. Oh my god. Yikes. <laughs> Yo, there's a market for that somewhere, I imagine. Um, yeah, but yeah. Sure. No, it feels to me that the uniforms were unnecessary. Like I've heard like aerodynamic and stuff like that, and I'm like, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, yeah. sure, sure. And the final thing I'll say, and I don't think this is related to either of them, but pay the WNBA players. The yeah. argument is not that they want to be paid the same amount as men. Mm-hmm. The argument is really simple. They want the same revenue share. You say, yeah. but wait, the WNBA does not make money, and it does not, but many mm-hmm. of the teams, if not all of them, yeah. do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if they were paid the same revenue share, Mm-hmm. That similar to the way the men's sports are played, they would be paid exponentially more. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I, I feel like the the revenue sharing. I don't, I don't, I still don't understand why that's not happening. Um, I think it might have just happened. I don't know. It might have, or there might be a proposal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But if it's not have happened, and then not a proposal, I haven't read about it in a in a in a in a, in a few months. But if it's not mm-hmm. already happened or not already in proposal, pay those women, pay yeah. those women the money, yeah. revenue share, give them the revenue share. That's exactly. it. Yeah, yeah, because they would definitely be making more. It still wouldn't be at the same uh, sort of like pay scale as the NBA, of course, right? But they would definitely be making a lot more than what they make now. Facts. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's been good rocking with you, Ru. Um, As always, thank y'all for joining us. Yeah. Yeah, thank y'all for being here. Always a good conversation with you, bro. Yep, yep. All right, man. I'll holler at you. All right, then, bro. All right, peace. If you found a little bit of joy this week, Share it. Trust me, it'll come back to you. So mind your business, drink water, and be vulnerable. Ask for what you need and give what you can afford to. If it's been a while since your last cry, then cry. If it's been a while since your last laugh, then laugh. Life is short, and this is the most you'll ever have of it again. So spend it on the things that matter. Enjoy your week. Talk to you soon. Peace.